Welcome to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. That's Audrey Garrett and Jeracy Mack. They're two women with voices that just happen to have sons in the NFL. That means you'll hear about football and motherhood, but you'll never know what you're going to hear next. So let's get this conversation started. Here are your hosts, Garrett and Mack. Well, 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 here we are doubling down with Garrett and Mac. This is the day before our United States elections. And unfortunately, my co-host, Jeracy Mack, is out with strep throat. She has a um, very interesting cousin that she has told us that uh, we would get along very well. Her name is Odette <laughs> Alexander. And she has come to join me in having this conversation about our coming election day tomorrow and some of the thoughts that she has as a, a teacher a mother, a, a voting citizen, and a member of AKA uh, Sorority Incorporated. Um, <laughs> oh, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, not today. Girl, okay, see, I already I put up with that, whatever that thing is that them Zetas do. I, I'm still trying to, I was like, Jeracy, what is that? But, um, Odette, I'd really like to welcome you. Thank you so much for stepping in for Jeracy. It is. Thank you for having me. I, I, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, I thought I was going to be a guest. Uh, now I have new duties. So Jeracy owes me Mexican food and margaritas. Oh, no. Make that girl buy you some crab legs, baby. No, ma'am. <laughs> Mexican food is too cheap for this. And you know what? She was really going to give it that old college try up until like two hours ago. And I was like, Jeracy, you can't get on his squawking like this. Right. So, right. you know, and we she had told me about you a while back. And I was like, oh, I would love to have her on as a guest. Mm-hmm. And so um, I'm sorry that you're going to have to pick up these co-hosting duties. But I truly, truly, truly. <laughs> appreciate it because I'm going to need somebody sometimes to say, Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Don't say that. Don't say that. Well, um, I will do my best. Um, but, but sometimes I'm the person that needs to be <laughs> right. In, so, <laughs> well, you know, I don't know a- if you, you got me on the right subject matter for yeah. that, but I'm going to lift us I both up in prayer. Okay. I'm yes. lift us both <laughs> Cause you know, um, this is really, going to be big for all of us. It's it's going to be big in for the next, it, I think it's beyond four years. Yes. It's going to be big. Yes, I, I agree. Um, this election is very important. It's, it's um, opened a lot of people's eyes. I think that more people have gotten in and in more involved, more engaged um, than at any other time before. Uh, and I guess I can credit uh, our 45th president with that um, because he has transformed all of our notions about what being presidential is. Um, for some, they like his outlandish behavior. They like his... Um, He's a bully. They like that. But for others, (laughs) but for others of us, that's not what we are looking for in a leader of our country. You know what? Um, Coming behind Obama at 44, this has been like battery acid going down my throat. You know, we had no drama in the White House. and, And Obama told the line so much that. He aired on the side of caution to black people say he didn't do anything for black mm-hmm. people. And it was like, right, his hands exactly. tied, he could only do so much. This right here has been a spit in the face. It has been, mm-hmm. it has been like being screwed with no Vaseline. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I'm more concerned about the white people that I know who are able to co-sign and vote for him in knowing that this is his outlook and philosophy because you're so caught up on quote unquote your party i can't get Mm -hmm. past you voting for a party instead of voting for the person he speaks for you you're Mm co-signing me he speaks for you Mm -hmm. exactly I I, i think the most interesting thing for me though is when i think back to what I know about the civil rights movement and in their strategizing and how they handle things. 
Black people always had to be on point. We had to come correct. We didn't give any excuse for, uh, you know, not acknowledging what we what we were demanding, our civil rights. Barack Obama was very indicative of that. Like you said, he told the line. The man's record mm. was impeccable. He was impeccable as a human being. He was a husband and a father married mm. to one woman, mm. uh, devoted, mm. intelligent, articulate. Mm. Um, preach! Preach! Hallelujah! And it's, and it's just, it's, it's crazy to me how you can take the, the most base white man and who is he's vulgar he's not even mediocre he's not even mediocre yeah right he's not even he's subpar and put him up and try to hold him up as being you know this great man when he's not clearly he's not clearly um he has no morals i mean he's just he's an awful human being and I think it's just crazy that people would hold him up and say that he, but he's better than he's doing better. He's doing more. He's, he's not, he's just feeding into people's biases, their prejudices and their racism. And that's, what's appealing about I, I him for a certain segment so of this society. I think that's so sad. And it is, I, it's, it's really, really sad. I struggle with, like I said, um, my friends come in all shapes, sizes, colors. I don't discriminate on any of my friends based on any of those criteria. Mm-hmm. So I am just as likely to have a conversation with someone who happens to be white or Asian about race relations as mm-hmm. I am with a black person. I think if as long as we can talk about right. our conversations and understand that we're leading with love, that mm-hmm. you can have hard conversations without being offended. This man offends every fiber of my being. It offends me yes. um, to even have, I, I don't, I have looked at people on my Facebook page who are my quote unquote friends and, you know, they, they talk about he's this and I'm like, what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? I, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't get past the ridicule of, um, disabled people. I can't get uh-huh. across the name calling. If you don't allow children to call names, if you don't allow in your home or in your classroom, uh, she, Odette is a teacher. If you don't allow um, the, the misogyny of women it, within your, your construct exactly. of raising your children, how is this satisfactory in the person who is your identifier on the global level to be a representative of you because you have to agree with what he's doing. His behavior is reflective of you as the person who voted for him. I, I, I got mad respect for a Republican that can say, I'm a Republican that's voting for the other party. And, and to be clear, I told right. you before, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I stand in the middle and I vote for the person who gives at that time meets the, the, the criteria of what I'm looking for in leadership to the best. Cause I don't think either option is what I'm looking for today. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, Biden is not my, my great fan, you know, but I sure as hell cannot vote for that fool. <laughs> exactly. I, I cannot. I mean, I, I just, um, I think that the thing about it is, is while I, I hear people say all the time, well, he doesn't always say it the right way or he's not a polished uh, politician. So he's, oh, Dad, not, he's a grown ass man. Oh, he's Dad. a grown man. He's a grown man. And really, you you nailed it. It's because what he says, the, the sentiment behind what he says, they agree with him. He says the things that for a long time people were ashamed to say. But now he's making it okay to say he's making it okay to go ahead and criticize and make fun of handicapped people because, oh, don't have, you know, don't be a snowflake, you know, don't get so upset about little things. He, he makes it okay to be rude and crude under the, this new tagline of being politically correct, um, making it 
making it almost like it's a bad thing to be courteous to people. Like it's a bad thing to be nice to people and be kind to people. Um, that in fact, uh, saying mean things and ugly things to people and criticizing people and making fun of people, making it seem like that's being real or that's being, you know, that's something to be proud of. And that's unfortunate. Um, because I am a school counselor and I teach my children character and we talk about things like respect and cooperation and, you know, uh, what that means and what it looks like. And then we have adults who are doing the very opposite of those things and not being role models to our children. And how can we expect that from them when, you know, we're not doing it. I mean, can you and imagine? When we were, I'm sorry about that. Can you imagine when we were kids? I remember, you know, always being asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And there was always that one person mm-hmm. said, I want to be president. Can you imagine a kid now that you're, you're, you know, in your school and you're counseling saying, I want to be president because I want to be like Donald Trump. That's a scary thought. That's I mean, an you, absolute scary thought. I mean, you think about that as our kids are paying attention. Mm-hmm. And and we, we don't think they pay attention, but they're paying attention. And there's some little boy sitting there thinking, I want to be like Trump because I can grab women's genitals. I mm-hmm. can make fun of people. I can call people names. All those things are indicative of something much deeper than what, you know, we're looking at a lot. I mean, it's not superficial. You know what? Uh, we're getting ready to come into um, our first break. I want to touch base and we come back. I, w- I want to talk more about some of this behavior and being okay with just saying what you want to say and how that is, is being impression- impressed upon, upon our youth in school. You're seeing it every day. I want to talk to you about that. Uh-huh. We'll be, we'll be back after the break. Thank you for coming back with Double Down with Garrett and Matt. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard-educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, You need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania, and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance of success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time voice america is on your favorite smart speaker if you have alexa or google home go ahead and give us a try hey alexa play finding your frequency podcast on TuneIn. you are listening to double down with garrett and mac if you want to make your voice heard, call us during the live show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Mac at gmail.com. Now, back to Double Down. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. I'm having a conversation with Odette Alexander. She's sitting in for my uh, formidable co-host who was out sick today with strep throat and is unable to talk. 
in our previous segment, we were talking about the upcoming political atmosphere and talking about um, the behavior of our, our current president, 45. And so I wanted to follow back up with that about um, as you were ending, as we were ending, we were talking about being okay, talking about people and denigrating people. And um, as an educator and a counselor in the school system, we're talking about how, how um, the children are seeing this and, and how they are impressionable. Can you talk a little further on that? You know, yeah, you know, our classrooms are being, uh, they're more inclusive now. We don't separate our special needs students from our regular population. And so these children are around students who do have handicaps, um, who do struggle with learning. And um, we, um, they've got to learn how to be able to treat people with respect and uh, dignity and kindness. And when you see adults um, that are, you know, berating people, uh, telling people that they're being too sensitive, that um, they're being snowflakes, uh, if they don't suck it up and take these insults and these or even just minimizing what those people feel, because what I see a lot of times right, right. is you tell someone about, you know, how you're feeling about what they're doing and what they're saying. And they're changing it around and saying, well, you're just being overly sensitive or hmm. it's not actually a problem hmm. because it's not a problem for them. Hmm. Well, and, you know what, that's, um, that's one of the biggest things that I see. I, I have a problem uh, going with, on in, in this instance. People don't try to put and see anything from anybody else's perspective. Um, I'm, right. I, I am big on what would it be like to sit in your shoes? And it, it greatly bothers me that he does not allow us to um, have a perspective. You know, like Doc, Dr. Right. Fauci does not agree with him and he ridicules and mocks the man. And it's, it's right. disturbing to me that it's a bully tactic. And, and I can't we have talked about bullying in schools and everything for 20 years now. And here comes the biggest bully I've ever seen. And he's in the biggest chair in the room. Exactly. I mean, the man lacks total. He totally lacks empathy. Um. He, 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 he doesn't try to understand. He doesn't come from any kind of neutral position. Um, I was, when he called NFL players, SOBs. Oh, now, uh, ooh, if we had had a radio show, then I could tell him what an SOB was. <laughs> and I, I got some medicine for him too, because, you know, how dare you? And really he's pissed off because the NFL right. owners would not allow him to buy an NFL team. So, yeah, whatever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because real, I mean, really, the bottom line is, is what, where, whatever his, wherever his interests lie, those are the only people that he's concerned about. Right. Um, the rich, the wealthy, the whites. I mean, he's not a president for all people. No, and that's not. one of the things that most, that most impressed me in this last debate was Biden's final comments, um, you know, where he talked about being a president for all of Americans. We're not, you know, he talked about us not being red states, blue states, Republicans, Democrats, we're all Americans. And he would represent all of us. And that's what I'm looking for in, in a candidate, um, someone that I would cast my vote for. Well, you know, it's ironic because as we talk about just the children, he has offended veterans. He's offended women. Yes. He's a bully. He's been crooked in business. He's had allocations of rape. Now, and the rape thing, hell, Bill Cosby sitting over here in jail. Right. I mean, right. Right. The, the, Harvey Weinstein still hasn't been prosecuted. He's against right. the science. At what point do we say enough is enough? What what does it take about his character or about his thought process to show you he doesn't have any? He's about putting his name on stuff. It's not Obamacare, it's Trump care. Well, technically, it was never Obamacare. It was the Affordable Health Care Act. Exactly. It was a. Exactly. It was that that little Obamacare was just the street term for it. Street term for it. 
it is it has been driving me i hate to say it more crazy than i would have liked um to hear this man and hear how he plans on further dividing this country and thinking of that you know this this past um weekend as we were rolling in here in texas as for the uh close of early voting did you see what happened in fort worth texas yes i did and it was disgusting it's right around the corner from me that's just where i live what was really crazy was uh someone one of my friends had posted a picture of voters being well civil rights workers being attacked on a bus um and they had a screenshot of the photo of them attacking the bus the uh, biden bus and it was like history repeating itself it was uh who who could imagine that you that's crazy to me and and for him to 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 make the comment you know in response to that i love texas what kind of leader is that to encourage that type of behavior? What did you see, Donald? You call Trump? yourself a law and order candidate, but yet you condone violence. But Donald it's Trump crazy. Jr. told them to go out and have some fun. That's what he told yes. them when they went, go out and have some fun. So you're over here encouraging. And you and, and, and then I had another quote unquote friend who decided they were coming back from College Station going down uh, 35. And it was a truckload of people with Trump by, uh, uh, Pence flags trying to intimidate people. And I'm sitting here going, how long we've we been having elections till we get to this scraping the bottle, uh, bottom of my shoe reaction here? This is exactly. some, some dog crap, you know, foolishness. I, I, I am so disgusted by the tactics the mentality of the followers, it's like if they could put you back on the plantation, they would. I don't even know what exactly. holds. It's front shut the front door. How t- talk to me about how what do you think about the mentality of Christians that say they support this man? Christians. They talked about okay, we're having some difficulty right now with Odette's um, phone uh, right uh, now. So we're going to go to break real quick and come back in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello. I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard-educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, you need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand. All from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. If you want to make your voice heard, call us during the live show at 
1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Mac at gmail.com. Now, back to Double Down. Welcome back to Garrett and Mac. Um, Odette, can you, can you continue to follow up on, on your topic that you were discussing? Yes, just talking about uh, these Christian evangelicals that have embraced Trump. Um, and in my estimation, Trump is not a man, a religious man. He's not a man of good moral character. He, to me, takes advantage of religion. He uses it to his benefit. Um, that's my estimation. There's nothing, you know, I, 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 people can say, well, you can't judge him, but it, yes, I can, because I'm looking at the fruit that he's bearing and it's rotten fruit. Mm. Um, Mm. so he doesn't reflect any, anything moral or religious to me. Um, I know that a lot of people are, are, you know, caught up on one issue. And they're voting for him based on that one issue. Um, but for me, um, there's so much more. And I can't just right, go right, with right. voting for him just based on whatever his whatever position he might be in to make certain policy issues that they don't particularly agree with. Um, one thing, though, I will not compromise on, and that is racism. And I believe that he's a racist. Well, you know, he has what, a history what, of being a racist. He has a history of being a racist. Um, I, I hear people say all the time, oh, nobody thought he was a racist until he ran for president. Yeah, he's been a racist. He was a racist before he became president. Nobody really looked at it that closely until he ran for president because He's he was running to be the free the leader of the free world. Well, so, the, yeah, that, he's being looked at closely. Well, that leads us to the conversation of Biden, then, because Biden has a history of making policies that did not benefit the black community. So exactly. I mean, I know I know sometimes it comes down to the lesser of two evils, but Biden got some 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 really shaky and crappy policies in his background. And I say all the time, sometimes an apology just doesn't cover it. But. If I what I had to do was line up in my mind, what was the worst? Um, what was who's who's the worst? And no matter how many things I could line up for Biden, I got five for each of the things I line up for Biden against Trump. So that's big for me. And another plus for Biden is the fact that he has Kamala Harris. Because I think he's open to listening to what she has to say and the perspective that she has to bring as a woman of color. I think that's important, too, that um, that had to be some of the appeal from the black community. I don't think he would have gotten as much support from the black community if he had chosen a white woman or even a woman that um, that was of another demographic, such as I think there was an Asian woman who was being thought of. I think in order to appeal to the blacks because of his history of voting, um, you know, he had to bring a woman of color on board and she, you can't get more intelligent than Kamala Harris. She, her credentials speak for themselves. I love the fact that she's a former prosecutor. Um, I, I will say this about your soror, she is, an SAA, is that she never committed a crime. She prosecuted those who broke the law. You would not have been in front of her to be prosecuted as a black person if you had not been committing a crime. Don't be mad because it's her job to adjudicate and prosecute you as a criminal. That's her job. Exactly. So exactly. that that for Biden, the fact that he brought in a black woman was beneficial. I think the female vote in this election is going to be huge on both sides, because as far as I'm concerned, the statistically showed that white women, uneducated white women were the tipping factor for Trump getting in. That is you're absolutely correct. And that's that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate that there are some women who would vote against their own interests. Self-interest. Um, <laughs> self-interest. Yes. It is. Yes. But how many times have you kept? 
can you see where somebody has cut off their nose to spite their face? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and and there are some women who are just as, um, just like there are Blacks that support Trump who vote against their own interests. There are women who support him who vote against their own interests and hold a lot of the same biases that he has. You'll hear that you'll you'll hear women who say that they don't believe that women should be in leadership positions. Oh my. And that's crazy. Oh my. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. I can tell you this. I do I have one of those biases and I know it's gonna sound crazy. I struggle when I see women leading in church because I was not raised to see to see women on the pulpit. So I have to really ground myself and, and hear what I'm hearing versus the messenger. Even now at 55 years old, it sounds weird and it's normal, you know, that women are in leadership positions in the church, but that's one of my, you know, like, Ooh, okay. We can. So, well, you know, I, I grew up in that same tradition and I mm-hmm. understand what you're saying. Um, but by the same token, I feel like, um, I feel like women have a place uh, that they can have position in the church as well. Agreed. So I'm not as stuck on that. um, uh, But I come from a very traditional church um, that don't uh, allow women to be in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't really bucket, I guess, because I don't have any interest in being a minister, but I do take on leadership position in the church. And since more women attend church than men, that part. And since we are the driving force that keep most of the, well, it, I can only speak from the perspective of the African-American church. Right. We're the driving force that keep them running. So it's. <laughs> and we're the ones taking the kids like, to church. Don't forget. Right. We're, we're primary taking the kids. I mean, you find families where the husband is, you know, he's going and, and leading his family, but nine times out of 10, it's the, it's the mother that's making sure little Johnny and little little Cinderella are getting to church. And, and really, you know, there might be a male in the pulpit and there might be deacons on the front pew, but I think everybody knows who, who, who really runs things. <laughs> Honey, I, you know, that, that's a whole nother topic. We're going to have to make sure yes. we have Geraci on when we talk about that topic, you know, um, back, I mean, her being a chaplain and all, but, you know, back to Trump and these evangelical Christians who are um, jumping on the Trump bag bandwagon. I, I struggle. You know, and I think they do too. I think a lot of them do too. Um, because I think they recognize uh, where the conflict comes in as far as Trump's um, personality and how he comes across and some of the things that he does and says and his own background. I think that they struggle with it as well. I think how they kind of make peace with it is to tell themselves that he may not be a man of God, but I think that they're convinced that he's being used by God. Oh, he's used by Satan. No, baby, that's Satan. No, that's Satan Satan using him, baby. Well, listen, hey, God used... uh, uh, What's the man's name that betrayed Jesus? Judas. No, not Judas. Judas. God used Judas too. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Do we want Judas to be our president? Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. Um, Do we uphold him as being a man of God, uh, 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 of good character? No. We recognize that, yes, he, he can be used, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he needs to be the president. I, I don't I feel like he whatever purpose God had for him, I feel like he served it. It's time for him to go. <laughs> Not, oh, I wish y'all could see her face to go. Okay. You know what? What I'm what I am looking for in the polls tomorrow. Um, you know, while we're saying get out to vote, get out to vote, get out to vote, you're not only talking about people to vote for Biden, you're telling people get out and vote for Trump. The weather across the country is supposed to be beautiful tomorrow and it should be record turnout, uh, just like it has been record turnout for early voting. And that means every full, 
that has decided they're going to and have been given permission by this president to go out and bully and monitor, quote unquote, the polls and intimidate voters. Um, I tell you, if I was if I was actually voting tomorrow because I early voted last week, if I, I would have my gun with me just for my own protection. I, I would be packing because I think there's going to be some shenanigans that I'm not willing to lose my life over. And if I have to vote between you and me, I'm casting my vote for me. Yeah. You know, this level of intimidation in Fort Worth, what I brought up, um, the thing in Fort Worth for our listeners who don't know what that is, we had some Trump supporters in trucks and flags decide they were going to roll down into stop six um one of the the blackest neighborhoods in fort worth and fort worth used to be like one of the murder capitals of the of the country and they thought they was gonna roll through there by a polling place and intimidate these voters who had been in line and were standing in line to vote and these these young black men stood up for their country said not up in here you finna turn this around the unfortunate part was Odette, they were escorted into the neighborhood, protected by the police. Yes, ma'am. I saw it. <laughs> protected. I saw the videos. Escorted. I use two words. Escorted and protected. And protected. Mm-hmm. How did so police officers? Is this what you want? Is this what you want? Exactly. And so what does that tell you? What does that tell you about the mentality of a lot of the members of the police force? Hmm. You can tell me all day long that there are a few bad apples, but unless you do something about the tree, we're going to continue to have these issues. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, well, you but know, that's why we day, have to continue Klan. to fight. Back in the day, the Klan was backed by the sheriffs. Yeah. And yeah. so that's how they were exactly. able to do their dirt and lynch people and kill people and drag you off your out your house because the police were not going to come to your rescue. In fact, some of them were on under the sheets. Exactly. So it is it is so disturbing to me as we are looking the day ahead, the possibility that actually I'm scared. I literally yeah. have literally some have trepidation. Some trepidation. And then on the news today, they're talking about he's saying he's going to fight it in court. If it's even close, he's willing to take mm-hmm. Pennsylvania to court. He's going to try to delegitimize this election and the will of the people. I don't care where you go, but you got to get the hell out of here. They need to just go ahead and back that wagon up to the White House and, and put him and, and those all them cheering he got by all them women. Yeah. And his wife <laughs> rolled this puppy up on out of here. Exactly. You know, I just think that is that's why it's important for everyone to be involved. Um, I encourage everybody to vote, no matter what your political persuasion is. And I think I just I'm just I'm just want our country to return to a time when we could be we could have our differences. But it didn't come down to us trying to kill each other because of it. Um, well, you, no, you can't say that, Odette. You can't say that. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, to contradict you. We can't return to any of the time of the past. We need to evolve to the future because these same people were always here. They were just hiding under the sheets and in the closets. We need to change a time where black people cannot be scared to go out and, and be scared for their sons, husbands, fathers, and even for themselves. There's no going back. We cannot allow our nation to continue with this unchecked hate or this um, hate that is hidden. And then they're in their subterfuge, they're, they're undermining progress. Mm-hmm. You got to get the Mitch McConnells and the Lindsey Grahams out of power. To me, you need term limits on every level of government. All y'all, all y'all bastards need to whip out and, and new blood come in so that new ideas can be seated and take root. These same old po- politicians with the same old mindsets. That mean the same way you believed in the sixties, you are governing in the in the two thousands. You need to go. You need to go. I, 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 ooh, so no, I'm not going and back. That's a fair point. 
Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But when I say go back, I don't necessarily mean go back to what, how we've done things. I'm just talking about the civility part of it. Just no. being no. civil among yeah. citizens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because there was a time when being uh, racist and saying racist things, at least for the vast majority of people, was a shame that they tried to keep to themselves. Well, I think that's why I'm sorry. I think that's why you have people who were saying, I don't understand the problem. You know, white people going, well, I don't see the problem because the people who were doing it to you were doing it so undercover that even you didn't know your uncle was using the N word in front of you. So then they're saying, well, why are you always bringing up the race card? Because it's always here for us. We're just not seeing it. It doesn't mean right. it doesn't exist. So when you finally got on video camera, that neon George Floyd's neck. Yes. How exactly. how did how there did you go? It? You know that's that's why people are now on board. You know, okay, this is pretty heavy. And we're actually coming up to another break. Okay. When we come back from the break, I am going to talk about the fact that Kamala Harris is your soror in Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated and talk about the D9 organizations and how, how proud we are of Kamala Harris being on this ticket and possibly being the first African-American female vice president in line to be the president in case of an emergency of something with Joe Biden. So when we come back from the break, that's what we'll be talking about. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard-educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, You need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. If you want to make your voice heard, call us during the live show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Mac at gmail.com. Now, back to Double Down. Welcome back to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. I'm here with Odette Alexander. Once again, she's sitting in for my co-host, Jeray C. Mack. And we have been talking about the upcoming election and some of our trepidation, fears, hopes for the future. But when we ended, we were talking briefly about Kamala Harris and what that means for us as Black women. Kamala Harris is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, and so is Odette Alexander. They are proud members. Um, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, let me just throw that in real quick. Uh, (laughs) But... 
We are all all members of what is called uh, the Divine Nine. And the Divine Nine is comprised of nine Black Greek letter organizations. And we work together. We join most of us collegiately, but work together um, as we grow older in the organizations to still, to still promote social action, social awareness, and other targeted uh, platforms that our organizations are interested in. But Kamala Harris has been... Um, a shining light and a beacon beacon for the D9 organizations. And I just want you to know, I'm proud of your soror. I appreciate her efforts. I know there's some controversy about her picking and, and some of her background. And I told you how I felt about it. She, she can't prosecute people that don't come before her. That's her job. But um, I, I just want to say, I'm really proud of you. So can you tell us a little bit about AKA? I know you cannot speak for the organization itself. But can at least from your perspective as a member, you know, talk to us because we want to be able to pass our membership and the love of our sororities and fraternities on to the next generation. And maybe they'll hear about it for the first time today. So talk to me about AKA. Well, well, Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority was the first Greek letter organization. Oh, here we go with that. Of course, we've got to mention that. But I, but the mo but the most important thing I want to say about all of the organizations is that these are men and women who were college educated, right? One just one generation away from slavery. Woo! Woo! Who built their communities up and were business people, landowners, right. educators, right? And Kamala is like the fruition of all of their efforts everything mm. that they have they have worked for and that we still continue to work for in our communities to make our communities a better place and so i think it's just wonderful the love that's being that's flowing from breast to breast among the d9 members and the impacts people i think people underestimate the impact that we're mm. going to have in this election mm. already mm -hmm. you know um when he made when he made the selection and chose Kamala to be his running mate, he saw a, a tremendous increase in the amount of donations that he received. Correct. And they were trying Correct. to figure out why are we getting these increments of 1908 and 19 <laughs> and Why are we getting these increments? That's us. That's us. That's us. That's that's us. Black girl, that's that's black girl, that black girl magic and that's yes. yes. Amen. Okay? And so Amen. This is this has been it's exciting. It's exciting for us. Um, very proud. Um, and I'll be the first to admit I wasn't certain about when she was running herself. Right. Um, uh, because, right. Just because I know how very racist and sexist this country is. I Correct. was just not Correct. feeling like she was gonna be but I, I I'm 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 really pleased with with her being on the ticket, I'm excited. I was proud to cast my ballot. I was proud to cast my ballot for the first African-American president of the United States. And I'm even more elated to cast my ballot for the first, what I hope will be the first African-American vice president of these United States of America. You know what was cool to me? You know I, I watched a show called Lovecraft. County, I think it is, and it's it, oh, oh no, I love it. But that's my show. One of the lines in there when she was talking about the baby of um, Letitia and Tick, she said, "This baby is my dreams made manifest." Yes, and that's what Kamala is to me. For all little black girls, she is our dreams made manifest, and. You know, Obama would should have been that for black people as a whole. But we as black women have been so even though we we have greater opportunity than our male counterparts, we are still subject to so many so much minimization in who we are. And she is that beacon of light. And I am I was so proud to be able to pick her name. It wasn't so much I was picking Joe Biden. I was picking Kamala Harris because of my pride in being a black woman, that all the hard work that our mothers have done for us in the past, 
to groom us, to teach us, to make you two times, 10 times better and more educational background and all those things that you wanted to pass on. I have a daughter to pass on my own daughter. That's manifestation of it, of that hard work. That's awesome. Now, have you said you voted already. I did. I voted the first day of early voting. Did, did um, you I took my oldest? Son. There you go. There you go. It was his first time voting, and I was just ecstatic. I was so proud. So, <laughs> now, so, proud. so he hadn't had a chance. You so said it was first time, so he didn't vote for Obama. He did not, and I was disappointed. Um, uh, it's funny to me how I'm such an uh activist, and my children are not taken after me. But, um but but a lot but then sometimes they'll say things and i know that they've listened to me i know that they've heard me and i know that they're picking it up and so he he was pretty confident when obama ran he he didn't really feel like it was it was a, a big deal that he didn't but he he understands the importance of this election and he knows we need every soldier on the field and um so he was excited to be to be able to vote too was there, was, thing, particular thing, was there a particular thing? But there was there a particular thing that triggered for him. This is my. I mean, because if you weren't triggered by a black man being in the White House, what triggered it for him that he it was it was necessary for him to go out and cast his vote for the first time? I think because um, he's been exposed to so much as far as history is concerned. Um, because I was I'm a history teacher. And uh, and so he he's been exposed to so much that he could see uh, what was going on around him and he could see um, that we were just uh, it was like we were regressing. And I think he wanted to do his part, however small, to ensure that we keep moving forward. Got um, you. Got he's an you. adult now, so I think he sees things from, you know, an adult perspective, someone who's who hopes to get married and have children someday and wanting to create, you know, a world that you would want to bring children into. Right. Right. You know, we could, we could talk for a long time on these topics, you know, uh, this coming um, election day tomorrow is going to bring about change. As I said, at the top of the hour, and I'm just hoping and praying, we're going to touch base with you again and see how it transpired from your end. Uh, but as we close out today's show, I, I really want to make sure that we send Geraci, uh love and our prayers to get better soon. She is really struggling vocally and uh, we're going to wish her good health and safety. As you go about these streets tomorrow, I'm going to pray that you get in early and that you are secure and I will be checking on you. Uh, we're closing down another episode of Double Down with Garrett and Mac. And I'd like to take the time to, to really thank Odette Alexander for having this conversation with me. It has been an outstanding opportunity to get to know somebody and talk about their thought process also. So till next time, this is Double Down with Garrett and Mac. We'll see you on the flip side next week. You've been listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Be sure to join Audrey Garrett and Geraci Mack again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.